Sorting is served, my lord. Get sorted! Hello. Welcome to Get Sorted, the podcast where we take characters from famous works of fiction and sort them into their Harry Potter houses. I'm Beth Reinstein. And I'm Nora Chin. And today, listeners, we have a special in-studio guest for our season finale. Season finale. It is the one, the only, Maddie Karpiak. <laughs> Say hi, Maddie. Hi. Uh, <laughs> we love Maddie. Yeah. yeah. Maddie, what's your Hogwarts house for all those who don't know? Oh, I'm a proud, proud Hufflepuff. It's nice. true. Nice. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. yeah. Best house. We love it a Hufflepuff. We do Gotta love, love the Hufflepuff. We love it a Hufflepuff song. Well, it's so sorted. cuddly and nice, and yet we'll still rip your throat out. It's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I saw a great, hold on. <laughs> Speaking of Hufflepuffs, there's a great GIF online right now of this leopard is eating a honey badger. Whoa. <laughs> but. This other honey badger, I think it's like she's eating Honey Badger 2's baby. <gasps> and the other honey badger, it's like, get off my baby and just scares this leopard away. It's yeah. great. I'll yeah. post yeah. it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. do it. <laughs> great. Cool. Uh, well, should we? Uh, well, Betty, mm. tell us, before we get into what we're sorting, tell us mm. your relationship to Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. Big influence in my life because I, well, I graduated from Hogwarts, technically. My master's degree is from the University of Glasgow, where they filmed The Great Hall. So oh, cool. I got to graduate in the Great Hall. So that's fun. Um, now, was the sky changed to reflect the outdoor weather? Not that I noticed. <laughs> Unless the outdoor weather was cloudy and gray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gray and cloudy, then yes, <laughs> reflected it. No, so yeah, I, I read the books, read all of them, watched the movies, loved it, mm-hmm. and still love it. Clearly, have lots of friends who are Harry Potter nerds. I don't know who those could yeah, be. Yeah, who they could possibly be. I don't be. know no anybody. Idea. Uh, I I actually have a couple of friends who are not just you both, but people who are very proud Slytherins. That's right. And they, yeah, they send me a lot of things because my boyfriend is a Gryffindor. And so we sit there and they're like, nope. Like, like one day if you guys have children, they're going to be Slytherins. (laughs) We're just like, no. Uh, Oh, and our cat is a Ravenclaw. We sorted our cat. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yesterday I was talking to someone and they're like, Ugh, every test I take, I'm a Gryffindor. And I was like, that's a bummer. Yeah. It, is a bummer. it was pretty funny. It's boring. Yeah. But anywho, no, let's get into good. what we are sorting today. And it is Downton Abbey. Ah, yes. Ooh. Lovely. Wee. Yeah. Um, great soap opera. Yeah. When yeah. we, when this was first proposed, Maddie made like a list of, because I'd never seen it. And so you made like a list that was basically like one or two episodes from each season mm-hmm. to watch so you could like get an understanding of the characters we were going to sort. And the first episode was like episode two of season one. And I oh, watched yeah. it <laughs> and I was like, so, okay, so I'm just going to watch the first episode because I feel like there's some context there that I missed. And then after that, I'm just going to watch um, all the other ones also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That and happens. I binged the entire series I think I finished it in like a month and a half. Wow. Well, and we were going to like postpone it till next season. And then I had like a day off and I watched like the entire last season. I was like, actually, we can do it now. Love (laughs) it. Because I'm done. It was so good. I also thought this was going to be like more at the beginning of the season. So I watched all of it over like the Christmas holiday. Oh, wow. Uh, And so and I was like, I was ready and I made lists and I made all of that. And then I just kind of sat around. Yeah. 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 Sorry. And I started rewatching and and my boyfriend's like, again. Why not? I know. 
Yeah. He's don't hate me because you ain't me, yeah. you know? He he just gets upset by all the manners because he thinks he would, like, be ostracized. Because I told him that the, you know, to sit up straight, nannies used to tape knives to the back of chairs because yeah. he would never actually lean back in a chair ever. And I told him that. And he's like, nope, nope, won't do it. <laughs> yeah, not you now. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to take Maybe if you were born in 1850. Yeah, no. So. Anyway. Yeah. Um, cool. Cool. So. I think we're doing this a little differently because we're doing two main rounds. Oh, yeah, we and are. And then one lightning yeah. round. Because we're doing an downstairs. upstairs and a downstairs. That's right. For main characters because mm-hmm. there's a lot of characters. Oh, yes. And there's a lot of characters we miss out, so. So, s- Stick around for Instagram where we're going to yeah. be sorting, sort, sorting, sorting our bonus characters. Yeah, and you can uh, help we'll us do pick. extra ones. Yeah, so at Get Sorted Cast. <laughs> nice. But shall we dive into it? Let's dive in head first, baby. All right. All right. Upstairs or downstairs? Mm, let's start upstairs, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So the first person to be sorted, we'll start from the bottom, I guess. Yeah. Um, Rose. Cousin Rose. Cousin Rose. Mm. As our guest. Go first. What do you think, Maddie? I had her between two houses. I had her between a Gryffindor and a Hufflepuff. Oh, interesting. I had her as Hufflepuff. Yeah. I had her between Gryffindor and Slytherin. See, I don't think that she can be a Slytherin because I don't think she's selfish enough. Yeah, like you're I, right. I think that like, I think any of her like selfish seeming things are like just the result of her age. And as she mm-hmm. gets older, like she does become very selfless and like always is like. Her fun, the fun she tries to have, always she always wants to include other people. That's true. Yeah. So, like she taught Anna how to dance just oh, because yeah. they were nice to her, and I think, yeah, she's just very young, and I don't think she's ambitious enough. Because if she yeah. was yeah. super ambitious, she wouldn't have married Aldridge. She would have right. married somebody else, and yeah. she could have. She could have probably had her pick, but yeah. she didn't really care about all yeah. of that. That's true. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So the question mm-hmm. is: Is she a Gryffindor or is she a Hufflepuff? I guess she's pretty assertive, but I also, th- like, thinking about her motivations, it's, like, well, I guess that she does have, like, she's, like, a, mo- quote-unquote, like, back then, she's, like, a modern woman mm-hmm. who, like, mm-hmm. has convictions, which I think is a huge part of being a Gryffindor. Yes. yes. But I also think that she's, like, has a really good moral compass, so I feel like, well, I don't know. Well, Gryffindors also have a moral compass, they just... They have their own moral compass, which mm-hmm. they just stick to. Yeah. His, well, with but her... But she, she doesn't have that kind of, like, arrogance. Yeah, you know? but she does things, like, when she was the, the jazz singer. Oh, yeah. Not quite jazz singer. Mm. Like, she was going to marry him and all that. Yeah. And granted, she was seeing through color or whatever mm-hmm. you want to say, but... The ulterior motive Yeah, was she wasn't really going to marry him out of love. Yeah. I think she really liked true. him. Yeah. But Jack Rawson, was that his name? I don't remember. Something like that. Um, and so that kind of threw me off initially of Hufflepuff just because there was an ulterior motive just more to get back at her parents, which yeah. Mary saw through. Yeah. And so Mary was like, no. Like <laughs> She's also a know. sort of like there's the part where her soon-to-be father-in-law, when they're at their house, oh, yeah. and she saves him from being humiliated by like mm-hmm. his mistress yeah. and an illegitimate child coming through. And so that's another one where it's like, She's like quick and like brave and like yeah. So I think it Gryffindor sounds good. To I would me. agree. Yep, I'll go Gryffindor. Cool. So Rose is a Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Yeah, nice. Maddie, you got that. That's right. Not every guest gets it, <laughs> yeah. and you did. Yeah, you try. Violet, oh. the Dowager Duchess. Oh, she's a Slytherin. Come on. 
I think she's a Slytherin. I think she does things. She does, especially towards the end of the series. I think she she becomes like a little less selfish, but at the same time too, I feel like it's all like it's all because of like what she thinks should be proper and what shouldn't be mm-hmm. proper, and like what she thinks is like fair or like owed, and not motivated from like actual. Well, and there's a very big family loyalty, right? The family, the family saving face, the family having Downton, you know, especially in the beginning when she's like, well, Mary should have Downton, you know, it's, it's family ambition based. Yes. See, I don't always see her as ambitious in the sense she just wants everyone in many ways to be happy. Like with Mary, she doesn't want Mary to just go off and marry some random person when someone gets something over on her in the sense of her not getting Downton. Mm -hmm. And she also has a sense of fairness because it was Cora's money. And, and Cora has no decision of what happens to that money. Mm-hmm. So I had her between a Slytherin and a Ravenclaw because she's very clever. She's cunning. She is cunning. Like and a so snake? And so it, Slytherin is a good house, but I also just thought Ravenclaw because she was just very smart. She also knew she's, when to take herself out of the I game. I could see that too because she's also, she's like very pragmatic and like, yeah. And like, yeah. and I think clever is key too, where it's like, I think she always tries to make things work in her favor, but like. If they aren't, she just tries to at least get, like, the most logical thing. Yeah. Well, but also with, like, the Pamuk scandal when she finally found out and she came back to Cora and she said, you know, there's always... So we can always find an Italian at this point. <laughs> you know, if everyone found out about Mary, we can send her to America, we can take care of her. It was more about taking care of her than saving face if they had to, which ambition kind of went out the window. And they're like, she can marry an Italian. But I don't think, like, ambition... But I don't think, like, ambition is necessarily, like, I want to rise up in the ranks. Like, I think thinking of ambition in that, like, one way. Like, Mm -hmm. I think she's not, like, quote-unquote ambitious, but she is, like, she's ambitious in so much as she wants, she'll do anything for them to keep. Not their status, necessarily, but their influence Mm -hmm. and Uh, and their money. She's driven. Their position. So I'm I'm happy to put her in Slytherin. I was just putting vote in for another house. You know, always good, but she, uh, Violet, is a Slytherin. Slytherin. It's always good to kind of like talk about the it ways is. the houses overlap. Too. It's yeah. true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Venn diagram. She also wears blue a lot. So true. true. Yeah. The name is <laughs> Violet. Yeah. Violet. And lilac, that color. Yeah. Just, she had the little like pill boy hat that was on the side with like the little things. Anyway. Cute. I like the hats. <laughs> Isabel. Cousin Isabel. Ravenclaw. That's what I put. I had her as a Gryffindor. That's I can, I can see the argument for she, both. Yeah. Because I don't think, because I think like Violet makes the Dowager makes like, um, good points about her being like you just want like you just want. I don't. I think that she wants to be right and helpful in the best that she can. But it, but I think that her pride and her like self image of who she is being a helpful person gets in the way of those, like, other motivations. You know what I mean? No, I do. It's like when she left Downton during the war, when Downton was, like, the the hospital or, like, the extra soldier place. I don't remember the word for it. Mm. Convalescence um, home. Thank you. Convalescence home. This is why we bring in our Brit history <laughs> expert. Um, when Cora was in charge and, Vi- uh, not Violet, Isabel was like, well, I can see I'm not needed here, so I'll go to France. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was like, I need to be needed. Yeah. So I can see that as an argument. 
on the Gryffindor side. Um, she also just had so many skills. She was trained as a doctor and as mm-hmm. a nurse, and she knew she could be used elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a blow to her pride, but she knew she wasn't needed when she saw everything running so well. I mean, it's definitely kind of heartbreaking for her. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like throughout all of the seasons, she has so many causes. And I do see the Gryffindor because she takes on some brave causes like prostitution. Mm-hmm. It's not something nice people did, quote unquote, nice people. And she even hired a former prostitute because it was the right thing to do and she wanted to help. But I think with Isabel, so often her education is the thing influencing all these things. But see, in that specific instance, though, to argue it, like, she also is, like, imposing her idea of what's right and what's wrong on people, (coughs) whether or not they like it, you know? Yeah. And I don't think it's because of her education. I think it's because she's, like... I'm right and everybody should agree with me. You know what I mean? But I see that in many ways as a Ravenclaw trait of like, I'm super clever and I'm super smart. And so mm-hmm. I am always right. And it is a Gryffindor yeah, a act. Pretentious <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <coughs> um, but the <laughs> listeners were pointing to the other room where Julian is sitting. <laughs> Our favorite Ravenclaw. <laughs> Our favorite Ravenclaw. Yeah, yeah I can but see that. I can definitely see that. And so I think it is the same thing. I've, we see people like this now who, you know, they read a article and they suddenly have all the facts and they will not listen to another side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whether that's brave or just kind of pigheadedness is Yeah. Something. Well, I read on the internet. <laughs> well, I read an article on BuzzFeed. <laughs> have you heard of this website called The Onion? I read. <laughs> um, I follow this Reddit and... Yeah. yeah. Well, I can get down with Ravenclaw for Okay. That. I'm, I'm into it. So, Isabel... Is a Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. <laughs> All right. Cool. And now her son, Matthew, Matthew Crowley. Okay. I also put Matthew as a Ravenclaw. I'm just going to start out. Oh. But maybe I'm wrong. I put him between Gryffindor and Slytherin because mm. I, I put him as Slytherin because he is kind of a broody little <laughs> snitch. <laughs> he's so, it's so annoying where he's like, like the whole thing where like he won't read the letter from Lavinia and he's like, I can't read it. Like, oh, I'm just so guilty and I'm just going to feel bad forever and I'm never going to read it because I, I can't bear to see what it says, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, get over yourself, dude. Thank God for Mary in that moment where she was just like, I read it. Because <laughs> you're being such a little poop head. Yeah. I See, I saw that as a Gryffindor trait of like, this is my stance and I'm yeah. not going to move yeah. off. Okay. In many ways, off my pedestal. Yeah. Is mm. he was trying to recreate this pedestal that Lavinia stood on. Yeah. And so now he was trying to get up on it and be like, no, she sacrificed everything. And so therefore, I should sacrifice everything. And Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can get that. Yeah. And Gryffindor is a bunch of pig-headed dudes. <laughs> Sounds good to me. So Not Matthew. all of them. Yeah. Is. A. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Not all. Not all of them. It's yeah. true. Hashtag not all Gryffindors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, great. Cool. Matthew's a Gryffindor. Okay. How about Robert? Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff. You think so? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of have him. I had him as a Gryffindor, too, for the same reason that he's he's kind of stubborn and, like, it takes him a long time to do it because cause he has pride. And but I also feel like he, because I can see that argument because he had, does have this pride and this legacy and whatever to uphold. But I also see when he is. Like, the way he treats his staff. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah, that, that's true. Like, I feel like a standard English lord would be like, hmm, who's the butler? Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But he, like, when Bates 
is working at the public house after their like argument. He has to go in person. That's true. And whereas Violet's like, you don't need to do that. He's like, no, no, no. I need to do that. Yeah. And he's like willing to hire Bates in the very beginning when yeah. no one else would. Yeah. And I feel like he's he's just got like he. That's true. He's a little teddy bear. Yeah. I don't know why. He's got one of those, like, as a lord of the manor, he has the soft skills, the people skills, where then when investing the money, not so good. Yeah. But for the soft skills, because yeah. even with Mrs. Patmore, and when her nephew oh, was yeah. shot for cowardice. Oh, my gosh. Like, that that moment, like, I love him for that moment. Oh, my moment God, I was sobbing. He, he knows, like, how can I fix this problem? I can't change the institution, but I can definitely make a difference yeah. for these people. And he did that. And so I see him, he's very loyal to the people, he is loyal to the community. And even, I think, the second or third episode, Matthew asks him if he can get rid of Mosley. Oh, yeah. And he's like, will you turn everyone out? Like, we have mm-hmm. a responsibility. Oh, yeah, he does a great, yeah. You know, we have a responsibility That's a great to moment. keep this up. And you know, it's true, though, those landowners still hold such a strong place in the economy in England yeah. that they, the entire village was based on his... Yeah. living on everything yeah and that was yeah. such a good episode when matthew at the end is like can you help me with this yeah. and you're uh, like oh the finally you get it you get it uh, let me use and your he did expertise it. he did it in such a like a tasteful way too yeah. just yeah just doing it anyway okay so robert is a i've got one okay should we do cora i had her as a ravenclaw Maddie, what did you have her as? I had her as a Gryffindor question mark. I had her as a Slytherin. Oh, wow. All right. I don't think she's a Slytherin at all. I thought she was very fair, like when Baxter um, yeah. comes to her and she, like, deliberates over it forever. I felt like all, like, she's very logical and she's, like, very organized. And I thought that, like. Yeah, I like that. And I thought that, like, all of her, like, moral decisions and stuff were based and like steeped in a lot of like consideration Mm -hmm. and like weighing of pros and cons and so i thought that was i thought she was a raven no i like that argument i was just thinking like she's for her family you know what i mean yeah but i think that's also just that institution of having nobility and having a family name and you live with your family forever it's embarrassing yeah i i like that with mary and everything she had her kind of stance and like i will not ask you to hide lady mary's shame yeah it's a great shade moment yeah but i mean she wanted to protect her daughters yeah and in many ways i think i see her more as like a lioness of just like protecting her cubs Mm -hmm. in many ways but also she was smart she was bold she could run a household and she did it well she ran the hospital that's true and I think the last couple seasons, there is that big fight between Violet and Cora about what to do with the hospital. Yeah. So there's a big fight of whether to be mm-hmm. part of the overarching system or to keep it independent. And I thought she dealt with that very well and in a bold way because she did have lots of arguments with people. But maybe not. I thought she... I mean, she. I, you can act bold. I mean, it's just yeah. like... I think it's. I don't think that it's fair to say that Ravenclaws are meek and no, I you know, and like bookish, yeah. necess- like they True. are. But like, you know, that's like a thing too, where it's like she ran the hospital, and mm-hmm. if we're gonna give, if we're gonna talk about um, Isabel being a Ravenclaw yeah. because she ran the hospital, yeah, then we can't then say that Cora isn't for the same reason. No, I, I like I, Cora as a Ravenclaw. That feels I'm, right. I I can get with that. That's fine. Nice. Add a question mark for a reason. I love, I love being. <laughs> Cora is 
a Ravenclaw. Okay, Edith. I had trouble with Edith. What did you guys have? Um, oh, I, she's I, a Slytherin. She is a Slytherin. There is no question in my mind that Edith no. is a Slytherin. Okay, but I have to say, in her defense, not that being a Slytherin is bad. No, yeah. but it's not. How could you not be a Slytherin when every single person in your life sucks? Sucks to you. Like that, of course she had to be a Slytherin. Of course she has to be selfish. How else is she supposed to get through the world? Yeah, yeah it's pretty brutal. She's so, um, but she is so awful to the, the what are the farmers? The farmers. Oh, yeah. she's so terrible stupid. to Stupid. In, in my mind, she's the most selfish character in this entire thing because with her child, with Marigold, it's not, she does it twice. Yeah. yeah. To two families, yeah. to the Schroeders in Switzerland, mm-hmm. which we never see them. Yeah. And then she does it again to the Utree Farm family. Yeah. yeah. And it is just this umpteenth level of selfishness. Which it's coming from motherly love, so it can be forgiven in some ways. But at the same time, but, but it's, it's like also it's like why didn't you just have the farmer guy tell his wife like this is Lady Edith's baby, like we are gonna take care of her. Lady Edith is gonna come see her, yeah. and like you you must keep this a secret if we want to stay. You know, it's like yeah. uh, that's like it, I mean it's a classic thing where it's like why didn't you just explain it? Yeah, and I right. feel like it could have been avoided where it's like oh we can both love this child mm-hmm. and like coexist together because the, the whole issue was that she kept going to see her and the mother was like she's going to take her away blah 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 but it's like if she knew already that it was her kid she'd be like sure yeah whatever free yeah daycare but i think it's that slytherin pride like yeah. we can't oh, yeah people cannot know that this is my child and I, edith also too i mean like you know, she's got ambition when it comes to writing as well, yeah. which yeah. is pretty great. I mean, she, oh, yeah. you know, when they're like, well, get a hobby. She's like, okay, I will. And she gets yeah. a she's hobby. Like, it's like, yeah. fine. So that's. Well, I also think she's more cunning and crafty in certain ways of getting back at Mary. Oh, for sure. Oh, even yeah. We'll talk about Mary in a second. But Oof. with Edith, it was the long game. She mm-hmm. had plenty of time to think about it. There wasn't no just like snap judgment. It's like, I'm going to write the Turkish ambassador. I am going to long-term ruin your life versus I just Ooh, made I forgot this split that she wrote decision. to the ambassador. Yeah. And so for me, I think she's very cunning, ambitious, mm-hmm. and crafty. And even when she tries to get Matthew at one point, like she sets up this whole thing to go out with him to look at the churches. Mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She had a long, long game, <laughs> long game plan yeah. that so I think marks her. Yeah, Edith. Is a Slytherin. All right. Sybil. Sybil was a toughie for me. I feel like she's a Gryffindor. I mean, that was definitely one of the two I put her between. I put her between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. Really? Ravenclaw? I had her, I was like thinking between Hufflepuff and Gryffindor because she's like the best person. She is. Oh, it's such a shame. But she's like, she's such a go-getter and she's Mm -hmm. so, she has such like bravado. And I I was just like, I think that that's Slytherin. You think that's Slytherin? I mean, I mean, oh, Gryffindor. 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 Like, I, I had her as a Gryffindor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Gryffindor feels fitting. I mean, she's just like, I don't understand why this is the way it is, so let me change it. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, you want to be a you want to be a secretary? Well, I set up an interview for you. Oh. It's upstairs right God now. God bless <laughs> yeah. her. And then the no. pants when oh, she yeah. has the woman oh make the God, pants. Yes. And she's wearing little harem pants. I'm yeah. like, Sibble. Oh, my God. Amazing. With... She loved people's differences despite of their differences, not because of their differences. Mm-hmm. She loved Branson despite him being from a different class, not because that was part of who he was. Mm-hmm. So I, th- 
I don't overly see her as a Hufflepuff. I see her much more as right. a Gryffindor. I want this. I will now have this. Thank you. Yeah. 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 That's I think true. it's pretty I safe to except say. Except she wouldn't say thank you because she's from that class. You yeah. don't say thank you or please. So it's safe to say that Sybil is a Gryffindor. Gryffindor. All right. And the final of our upstairs cast. Mary. Mary Crawley. Mm-hmm. I think this one's pretty easy. Um, I don't know. I think she might be a Hufflepuff. <laughs> no, like she maybe. No, she's Slytherin. She I have her as a Gryffindor, and I'm going to fight you guys on this hard. Oh. <laughs> she is the worst person. She so, what? Why Gryffindor? Because so, she is so selfish. So let me start at, like, in comparison to Edith, where Edith, we have long game plan, cunning, kind of backstabbing Edith. Mm-hmm. But Mary, her when she really does her the worst things, one, it's always to Edith, and it's always in a split second decision. So I don't think that's overly in character for her. Like she does do those things for sure, but even Matthew and like the men she dates and marries always end up coming up like you are a different person than this facade. And I think she definitely has this facade. And as she's moving through the series, she becomes very dependent on Downton and she wants Downton to do well in the first season and second season first season especially there's ambition of who do I marry but it's also she wanted her money which she considered to be hers Mm -hmm. and it wasn't fair that some random guy was going to get it over her and then but as the seasons go on she's it's about Downton it's doing the best thing for Downton with um William Mason when his Mm -hmm. mother's dying it one, Isabel asks them, oh, should we tell him despite the patient's wishes? No. You Anyway, the whole conversation was not supposed to happen. I mean, I just think of instances like when Mrs. Hughes and Mr. Carson are getting married and she she bases her whole argument where it's like Mrs. Hughes doesn't want to have the wedding in the house. And she, like, won't listen to it. She's just like, no, of course they want it in the house. Like, very, I, I just find her incredibly selfish, and I don't think, like, her ambition for the house is, like... Well, I think she saw it as something doing it, something nice for Carson in the sense that you would never let staff get married in the house. And for her, she is seeing something as this is a really big honor and something nice we can do for them. And I think she's trying to overstep But it's also assuming idea. that the nicest thing that they would... Of course they would want to have the thing here. But like, that not that also a Gryffindor trait that you think you always know best? I suppose so, but yeah. I just think she's more... I just think she's, like, not a nice person, and I don't think, like... But also, why are all Slytherins not nice people? Because Gryffindors can definitely be, like, Peter Pettigrew can be not nice people, but I think the driving force with her is she has her standards, and she sticks to them, and when she does do s- kind of something not nice, it's always to Edith, specifically... And she does it at a split-second decision. And so I don't think it is this overarching thing. But I have a feeling I'm going to be overruled. But I'm still standing by that. I just don't think she's a Gryffindor. I just... Yeah, I... I feel if you were going to put her in another house, it would be Ravenclaw versus Gryffindor. Because I don't think... Like, I see the hot-headedness... Mm-hmm. I see the, like, quick, like, yes, yes, I'm going to do this thing because... But this is also, like, but not every single Slytherin plays the long game. Not every single Gryffindor is, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like we're we're boxing these in a little too tightly, I think. Yeah, yeah and you I know? think, I just don't think she's... Because, once again, it's for Downton. Okay, what is a huge Slytherin trait? The family. The 
the the click, if you will, and Downton is part of the family. You know what I mean? She's like she's also is she doing incredibly it? vain and entitled, yeah. Yeah. which I think could which be again, like I think Gryffindor. entitlement could be Gryffindor, but vanity like Gryffindors aren't entitled because they're vain. They're entitled because because of like a sense of rightness, and I think like Gryffindors like I don't think that she's like. I don't think she's like, I'm entitled to this because it's the right thing. I think she's like, I'm entitled to this because it's mine. And I also think she's entitled to it because she's like, well, this is like the way it is. Like, you know what I mean? See, I don't think it's the way it is, especially in later seasons when she's trying to change things with mm-hmm. the land and she's on like Team Branson all the mm-hmm. way on like how to sell the land. Don't just sell off a huge piece to pay the death tax. Let's build on it, but do something smart with it. I... I think she got a bad rap. Like I, I do think she's not the best person in the world, but I think the kind of discussion about her for mm-hmm. the entire show has been, oh, she's an awful person. I don't think she's that awful of a person. And She ruined Edith's life multiple times. Yeah, Edith. Edith's the only one, and I always think... And that makes it okay. No, but I'm still <laughs> saying that I don't think initial that reaction that she meant to. I think she was pissed, and she made a... I think she knew exactly what she was doing. I think she did. I think she's cunning. She's very cunning. All the stuff with Evelyn Napier before, but like to get him to come to Downton and to like she basically arranged that marriage before the Pamuk scandal, Um, which was all her like I want to get rich and I want to get out. You know, she's like well, and the whole reason she was originally going to marry Carlisle, she just wanted money. I don't find that that to me is a very Slytherin like once again I want status. I don't want to marry him because I think it's the right thing. See, I thought she wanted a place in the world because she wasn't going to, she thought she wasn't going to be able to have Matthew because he had yeah. chosen Lavinia. And so if you can't have what I want, uh, what Downton mm-hmm. and the man yeah. I love, I might as well find another thing where this guy initially, she found him interesting. It was mm-hmm. a different thing where I think she could make a good match with him, but then, you know, he kind of had something over her. So she didn't have much of a choice, at least in her head until she talked to her dad and said, whatever, we'll weather the, scandal if we have to i still say slytherin <laughs> yeah i mean I think it's I just a good like, argument but i just i don't think she's like a person who's like a gryffindor who she's not like a gryffindor who like was turned down the wrong path like yeah you know like peter Pettigrew, who is like oh you're a gryffindor and you just like you got astray like you've always been like this you know what i mean I mean, I think I think Peter Pettigrew was always that way. He always liked hanging out with people bigger than him. I think Mary walks into a room and when she says things, she says it with conviction, with the absolute understanding she's going to be heard. And because her opinion is worth hearing and that she has this certain moral compass that's driving her. And yes, she does have instances when she has. I just that feels that sounds like vanity to me that I'm going to walk into a room. I'm going to say something. Of course, everyone's going to listen to me because, of course, what I say is important. But that's also just part of the class that she was raised in. All of them do the same thing. And I also don't know when vanity specifically became a Slytherin trait. Mm. Like, because I, I see all of the houses other than Hufflepuff having vanity in a certain way. Oh, for sure. So that's, so I don't know if, that I, I will concede to Slytherin because I'm going to be outvoted. I understand that. But I'm still saying. So Mary's a good person and a Gryffindor. No. <laughs> <Settled. laughs> Never said she was a good person. Damn, I wouldn't want her my, to be my friend at all. Oh, no. But Does I, she even have friends? No. Carson. No. Carson. <laughs> Her staff. She's friends with, with, with the Anna. Butler. And like, oh. I, don't, I don't think, no, I don't think she's a good person, but I also don't. Anyway, we'll leave that alone. So Mary is a Slytherin. Slytherin.
And now we'll switch over to our down. Well, before we switch to downstairs, we're going to sort Tom Branson. Tom Branson, he's who gone. goes from downstairs to upstairs. That kind saucy of saucy little minx. Oh yeah. I had him as a Gryffindor. Me too. Me too. Yeah, it was an easy okay, one. Okay, great. Cool. Hey, Tom's a Gryffindor. Wait, we have I to mean, do I mean, Tom it. is a Gryffindor. Gryffindor. <laughs> Lightning round. <laughs> Lightning round for a main. Okay, um, who's next? Um, Mrs. O'Brien? Slytherin. 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 I hated that woman. Oh, she's terrible. The only redeeming factor she ever had was with the, during the war, the valet who had um. Oh, yeah, the shock. shell shock. Shell yeah. shock. Yeah. And... It's only because he reminded her of her brother. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. Awful, awful person. So yeah. Miss O'Brien is a Slytherin. Mrs. Patmore. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. I mean, she works in the kitchen. She works in the kitchen, and she's just a sweet lady. She is a sweet lady. Oh, my God. I loved oh. that storyline of her, her bed and breakfast. <gasps> yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yes. A house of ill repute. <laughs> I love that everyone's just, like, laughing at her. Oh, oh but woman. she just wanted to. Oh, she's God one of my her. favorite characters yeah, in the great. entire show. And also when she thought she was going blind. Oh. oh right? Once. Yeah. Oh and another gosh. another vote for why Robert um, is Robert a Hufflepuff. Yes. Yeah. Very accurate. Yeah. So Mrs. Patmore is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> now Daisy? Slytherin. Oh. Interesting. Slytherin. Tell me why. I was not sure. Sh- I like placed her as a Hufflepuff, but I was like, I don't feel mm-hmm. good about that choice because that. I feel like she she changes so much in the show. She I think the later seasons they talk about this a lot where it's like when a boy doesn't like her, she wants him desperately. And then when he does, she's horrible to him. She can only have, like, like all this stuff, like when Mrs. Patmore and, and Mr. Mason, William's father, are having, like, a weird little flirtation. She, like, tries to cut it off because she's, like, jealous. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And, like, all these things where it's, like, she's, like, constantly sabotaging her relationships because she doesn't get what she wants. Oh, man. She also listens to bad advice she a lot of the time. She listens to bad advice. Yeah. And I think she's just, like, I think... Yeah, I don't think she has very much consideration for, like, like other people's feelings. Yeah. Which is something that, like, I think the last season, I'll say, did, like, a lot of, like, wrapping up in a nice little box for everyone. Where it's, mm-hmm. like, everybody kind of had a positive mm-hmm. ending, which I thought was kind of lame. But, like, hers, too, at the end, it's, like, she's, like, kind of realizing, oh, like, I should give these people a chance. Whatever. I should be more considerate. But, like... Up until that point, it's just like, then when people tell her you're being a jerk, she's just like, it just kind of like I think a lot of that also just comes from, she was a kitchen maid and then worked up through the ranks a little bit, and Mm -hmm. she would not have gone outside that house. Yeah. Like, her entire social circle is the people she works with, and that is it. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. you, the outings they go on, like, to the fair, and it's a big deal for downstairs, because that's the only time they would leave. Yeah. So she has no family. She has no one. And so, other than Mrs. Patmore. Mm-hmm. And so, I understand the the jealousy. I think Slytherin may, may actually work. I had her as, like, Gryffindor Ravenclaw, just because she near the end. She's pretty ambitious. Mm-hmm. It kind of, she's leaning more towards education and getting excited about that. But whether, I, I don't know really where to put her, because she I does change so much throughout the series. I wouldn't put her in Ravenclaw. Because Ravenclaws are very, whether it's knowledge or just a hobby, they're very dedicated to learning that hobby. Like, I think a lot of musicians are Ravenclaws because they're very dedicated. And I don't think she was like, she wasn't like, well, cooking is great. It was like, this is my job. So I would have to rule Ravenclaw out. I kind of like Slytherin. 
But I mean, I disagree ruling Ravenclaw because yeah. I think she is ambitious. I think she's like cooking is my thing and she she wants to get better at it. And she doesn't mm-hmm. want to be kitchen maid anymore. Yeah. She wants to be like the assistant. And then I think she is ambitious about learning. But I don't think, you know, like in in the end, I think it's a motivation. But like it's not her main motivation in no. life. And it doesn't no. like influence all aspects of her life. Like, for example, with her interpersonal relationships, she doesn't like take the time to think about it Mm-mm. like she is very impulsive and oh when she yells at the mr mason's landowner oh yeah I remember that yeah mm. i was like freaking out i was like shut up shut up shut up yeah <laughs> i like slytherin i'll go with slytherin noise so daisy is a slytherin mr no no thomas <laughs> thomas barrow not oh do we we don't need to discuss this. Thomas is a Slytherin. <laughs> Although they did a great job in the last season of making oh. us feel bad for oh, him. Oh, I, I that poor guy. I, and I, I really his, did like him in the end. I loved his story arc. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was. They, yeah, I think was that good. was like that was like that was a redemption story that felt genuine to me. Where yeah. it's like he he like was hit rock bottom and was and that's what made him realize like oh I need to be a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These people just saved my life. These people saved my life. These people are my family. I don't want to leave them. And yeah. these are also people who are defending me when I could go to jail. Yeah. 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 Poor, poor Mr. Barrow. Yes. All right. Well, let's move on to Mr. Bates. Mr. Bates. <laughs> Where'd you guys put him? I'm curious. Um, I had him as a Slytherin because I thought all he cared about was Anna. I had him as a Gryffindor. I had him between both. Because I mean, I could go either way. Like, I didn't really put that much consideration into it, but I, I was just like, family first. Anna's all he cares about. He'll do anything to get back to her. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, I don't know. He's he's tough because he's willing to like use brute force to get what he wants. Like when yeah, I'm thinking about true. his ex-wife, like oh yeah, yeah, and like he gets like dirt on her, and it's just all this stuff. Um, I think there's a lot of honor in the way mm-hmm. Bates acts yes. and also with Robert specifically mm-hmm. we see that and I lean more towards Gryffindor because a lot of it is this I don't know head above water chin up yeah. stiff upper lip yeah. thing which I don't know why I see Slytherins as a little more emotional than that like he's definitely a reactionary person mm-hmm. uh, which Gryffindors are also very reactionary yeah. let's yeah. look at Harry Potter okay uh, yeah that's true um I I feel good with Gryffindor for yeah, that sounds good Mr. To me. Bates he uh, feels he is trying to always do the honorable thing or yeah, like that's true yeah like he first doesn't want to be with Anna even though he loves her because he is married yeah and he is worried about that mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to Chivalrous. weigh her down mm-hmm. and he wants her to leave him when he goes to jail and like everything because he wants to to have a nice life. So Mr. Bates is a Gryffindor. Okay. Mrs. Hughes. Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff slash Gryffindor. I wrote down Ravenclaw and I'm trying to remember why. I mean, she she runs the house. The She is in charge of all the ladies okay. and she runs the household. I remember why. I remember why because I think that she, the way that she deals with problems is very like, Calculated. Calculated. Mm-hmm. Like like when she and Mr. Carson move in together. Yeah. He <laughs> berates her for her cooking and the plan that she and Mrs. Patmore come up with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I see the Ravenclaw. I could see but, it. I mean, that was... I think she is a Hufflepuff. I think she's mm-hmm. a good person. She is a good person. 
I think of all her conversations she has with people about like Mr. Bates and like the splint thing he has mm-hmm. to try and fix oh his gosh. limp oh. and all the conversations throughout all the seasons she has with staff and not even just staff, but with upstairs characters mm-hmm. as well yeah. with Branson mm-hmm. also about kind of adapting to his new life. And she's always this sage of yeah. wisdom and comfort to everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. So it's does that make she's her? Like, she's like trustworthy. She's mm-hmm. trustworthy. So yeah. I do see her in a Hufflepuff yeah. bent maybe a little more. I was I was between Hufflepuff and Gryffindor, but I think she's hard because she doesn't have as large of a storyline as some mm-hmm. of the yeah. other characters. But she's always there. Is, but Hufflepuff feels right. Feels right. Yeah, let's go with it. I Mrs. Like Hughes is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> now, Mr. Carson. That's a Gryffindor. I had him as a Hufflepuff because of his loyalty to Mary, mm-hmm. loyalty to That's Robert, true. and loyalty to that house. There's such a I think loyalty. his loyalty is what drives him. Loyalty yes. and his... But at the same time, another it's like the things that drive him are his loyalty and his, the, mm. his belief in that things need to be proper. That's right. So mm. it's kind of like he's kind of like he both, is, honestly. He is, yeah, he's what a cusper. You, which do you think mm. is more important? I, f- I think loyalty is more important. Because I think he'd be willing, he's willing to bend the rules to protect the family. Yes. Yes. So I would lean more towards Hufflepuff. I can get down with that. I can do that. Yeah. Right on, girl. So Mr. Carson is a Hufflepuff. I'm not even going to tell you what I wrote down for Mr. Carson. Okay. But now we have. Because it wasn't those ones. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I read it and I was like, mm, no. <laughs> no. Last but not least. Anna. Anna Smith. Anna the Hufflepuff. Yes, yeah. 100%. the bestest person yes. ever yes. who doesn't deserve anything bad that happens to oh her. Oh, my God. And so God. many bad things happen. I. The episode when she was like assaulted. Yeah. I Raped. could not. Violently. I was like, I was like, this it was is brutal. so rude. Like, this is so <laughs> rude, rude <laughs> that they're yeah. doing this. This Ruth's is a Game of Thrones move right here. Yeah. This and while there are many actors from Game of Thrones in that show, it is not Game of Thrones. No, it is Downton Abbey. It is Downton Abbey. I want my tea and my fun costumes, not my favorite character Ugh. getting assaulted. And yeah. then in the later ones, when they like thought they accused her of killing Mr. Green, I was like, that would be so badass if she did. Yeah. <laughs> like she was walking through and she was just like pushed him into traffic. Like he deserves it. Yeah. So, I remember also that whole thing with when Anna goes to Mary and says, mm-hmm. I don't want to be involved with. Uh, that guy's valet ever yeah. yeah and mary goes and asks her suitor i want you to sack your valet yeah and just it. and he does and it's just like yeah that, that's a good friendship right there i mean that's <sighs> like it you know what mary owes her faux life oh yeah. i forgot about that yeah. yeah i like this mary argument we had that was yeah. like she is a very complex character she is, she is. she's a great character because yeah. of that. like we hate her we love her we love her yeah. clothes the haircut it's great Oh, the haircut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So Anna is a Hufflepuff. Oh, fine. All right. Well, we're going to take a wee break. Uh, we'll hear a word from our sponsors, and then we'll come back for lightning round. Get Sorted is brought to you by Birdie Bot's Every Flavored Beans. This week's featured flavor of the week is tea time. Not only is it refreshing, but it's served to you by a butler on a silver platter. Lightning round, lightning round, lightning round, lightning round. It's lightning round. It's lightning round. <laughs> yes. The section of the show where we take 
our minor characters and we sort them three, two, one, real quick, like lightning. Yeah. All right. So should we just jump right into it? Yes. Okie dokie. So Sprat, uh, <laughs> Violet's Butler. Violet's Butler. Three, two, one, Slytherin. I love, I love his side job, dude. Of Brad Vice columnist. Bananas. Sorry. Danker. Three, two, one, Slytherin. She is. I did not like her. Horrible. Yes. Like I hate her more, and I think it's partly because she wasn't there for very long and didn't get as much character development. Mm -hmm. But she's like the worst because she's like truly just a bad person. Yeah. With no redeeming qualities. Yes. And even uh, Violet at one point tries to give her redeeming qualities by liking her broth. Yeah. Just to piss off Sprat. Yeah. But. But even uh, then, it's like I only want her to win because. Because I feel bad for her Mm -hmm. being bad at cooking. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Okay. Rosamond, this Lord Grantham's sister. Yeah. Three, two, one. Gryffindor. I, Gryffindor. I like Gryffindor. Yeah. You're right. No, you know what? She. I she, think she's brave, and I think she's she brave, and she helps Edith out a lot. Yeah, she yeah. does. Um. Okay. okay, James Kent, which is the hot footman. Ooh. Jimmy, right? Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah. the slutty one. <laughs> Three, two, one. Slytherin. Slytherin. Oh, I forgot that he slept with what's her face. Which what's her face? And got fired. It was like someone, this lady invited herself oh, over his dinner. Old, his right. old right. boss. I, I forgot about yeah. that. I just, oh, he got cougared. Yeah, I just thought of him when he like finally like warmed up to Thomas and was like, oh, you're not a bad person because you're gay. I guess we yeah. can be friends. So, all right, we'll, we'll go with Slytherin because he was no. a little. He's still mm-hmm. Slytherin. Yeah. Um, Anthony Strallen, who Edith had a thing for in the season. Old, the guy who, who's yeah. arm after the mm-hmm. war. The guy who left her the at the altar. Guy. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, Slytherin. I had Slytherin. You don't leave a lady at the altar. Screw that. Yeah, but, but I think I don't he did it out of a sense of loyalty because he's like, I don't want to ruin your life. Yeah. Yeah, but make that decision before the day of the wedding. Hey, look. Yeah, but he's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. I'm mm. still we're, we're Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. <laughs> I don't want him okay, in my house. Okay, Bertie, Edith's husband that she finally yes. made. That was so stressful, that wedding. Yes. I was like, oh my God, he's going to leave her at the altar again. It's going <laughs> to be poor horrible. This poor girl. Poor <laughs> then commit suicide. <laughs> 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 what happened? Okay, three, two, one. one. Hufflepuff. 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 Yeah. Nice. That's a Hufflepuff. He's a nice guy. He is nice. I had him as a Gryffindor. He's humble. I'll take Hufflepuff. Yeah. Dr. Clarkson. Three, two, one. Ravenclaw. Yeah. Oh, I wanted him to end up with. I know. That was such Isabel. a little blip, yeah. too. I know. He gave up so easily. Yeah. Oh, come on, oh, Dr. Wow. Clarkson. Oh, say lovey. Okay. Alfred, tall chef footman. Three, two, two one. Ravenclaw. 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 I, I had Gryffindor. Ravenclaw. I, thought he was, I, had, I thought he was brave to like go out of service. And I go think, but I also thought that was just him following his passion. Which was cooking. I guess. I think coming from his family, it You're it, right. It would have been a very bold okay. thing to do. I'll take Gryffindor. Alfred's a Gryffindor. Hey. Mrs. Baxter. Three, two, one, Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Sure. I felt like she had a redemption. I think she do, was just do, very do, like do, moral do, throughout do, most of it and just do. very yeah. Good. Kind and good person. Yeah. Right. Um, Mr. Mosley. Oh, Mr. Mosley. Three, three two, two, one. Ravenclaw. Yeah, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Yes. He's a teacher. Why he is a teacher. On my list. Yes. I like Ravenclaw. I also think it's interesting he tried to, he dodged get it going to war. Yeah. Which mm. is very clever of that man. Mm-hmm. He was like, actually, I uh, do get really tired and short of breath. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. 
And also, you know, kudos to Dr. Clarkson in that moment just being like, okay. Okay. Yeah. But I hope you find another way to help the war effort. Which he doesn't, as far as I can tell. Mm. Maybe give some money or something. Who knows? Maybe he did other things. Yeah. All yeah. right. Didn't Lavinia. Oh, sorry. What? Didn't he help with the soup kitchen? He did help with the soup oh, kitchen. That's right. Um, that counts. There we go. <laughs> we'll count that. Lavinia Swire. Three, two, two one. Hufflepuff. Yeah. She's I, a good girl. Yeah. She annoyed me. Yeah. I mean. She seemed like a cog in the works a little bit. Yeah. She was very sweet. Like, very sweet. Good person. Okay. Yeah. Richard Carlyle. Okay, three, three, two, two one. Slytherin. Slytherin. Jorah Mormont. Come Bad on, guy. man. Bad guy. <laughs> Gotta love him. Um, okay. Henry Talbot Mary's second husband. Three, two, one. Gryffindor? Gryffindor? Yeah, yeah, he races those cars. Yeah, and he, yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. Michael Gregson. Three, two, two one. Slytherin. Raven. I had Ravenclaw. I had Ravenclaw or Slytherin. I I say Ravenclaw. All right, I'll go Ravenclaw. Okay. Ravenclaw. He, he's running a newspaper. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, William Mason, Daisy's Husband. Oh, three, two, two one, one, Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. What a sweetie. Oh. R.I.P. R.I.P. And last but not I least, end with a woman, Gwen Dawson. Three, two, one, Gryffindor. Gryffindor. I, I feel Gryffindor. Like, she is she's smart. Brave. But it, she. Her bravery is what makes yeah. her, allows her to be smart. Okay. Yes. Got it. Last got it. Last minute second. It. Let's have an interview. Let's go get that job. <laughs> let's go get that job. Yeah. yeah. Let's go get that, that job. Yeah. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Once again, Get Sorted is uh, brought to you by Birdie Bot Every Flavored Bean. This week's second featured flavor is Breakfast in Bed. This bean can only be eaten by married women. What's up, Get Sorted listeners? If you're enjoying this podcast and you want to know how to support its production, please consider donating to our Patreon. Even though Get Sorted is free to listen to, it is not free to, for us to make. And unlike Harry, we didn't inherit a bunch of shiny gold galleons from our parents who died horrifically to save the world. Uh, we have some exciting rewards for subscribers, like at the $5 a month level, you get access to a donors-only podcast, which there is a preview of in our feed. The podcast is called Julian Chin and the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, it's a chapter-by-chapter review and discussion of the Harry Potter books with our favorite guest, Julian Chin, who has never read them. Right now, our Patreon goal is to get $15 a month in subscriptions, and once we hit that goal, we're going to purchase our own website domain so that you don't have to type in wordpress.com slash cast. I think it might be getsortedcast.wordpress.com. But even, either way. Even worse. Yep. Even worse. Even worse. Even worse. Um, so, yeah. Please head over to patreon.com slash getsortedcast to find out all the details. Once again, that's patreon.com slash getsortedcast. We're back. We're back. Great. So, over the break when you were hearing those wonderful ads... We Beautiful discussed ads. our Quidditch team. Beth, would you like to tell us who's on our Quidditch I team? I would love to tell you who's on the Quidditch team. We've got Rose, Cora, and Rosamond as our chasers. We've got Mr. Bates and Richard Carlyle as our beaters. Mary is our seeker. Robert is the keeper. And we've got a coach on this team, and it's Mr. Carson. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, baby. Nice. So uh, what's um, Downton Abbey's house? What's the show as a whole's house? I think you and I are on the same page, Nora. I don't know. I really don't oh, know. Oh, you don't? I, 
Did you? Were you gonna say Slytherin? I kind of feel like it might, because the the overarching theme is protect for the family, for the family. But it could be argued that the overarching theme is loyalty. It's true too. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, just looking at this, I see a lot more Gryffindors on like the. Well, page. and that's a huge. Um, that's a huge storyline throughout is yeah. their willingness to go against the grain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do what's right despite society telling them that it's not right. right. They protect so Mary. They protect Edith. They, you know, yeah. they protect Bates, who goes to gets convicted of murder. They protect Anna, who was raped and con- like yeah, yeah, goes to jail for murder. It it's a constant. Yeah, protecting the family. Yeah, I think that loyalty is. I think it's like more loyalty to me. Yeah, yeah. it really is because it's about, you know, like. Family. family. It's also not just family. It's like chosen family and yes. community. And community. Community yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. So this Quidditch team represents Hufflepuff. Ooh, next Ooh, episode, nice. listeners, is our Quidditch uh, Quidditch Cup and House Cup finale. So we'll see. We're going to pit these teams against each other and uh, see who wins. Well, let's... Uh should we should we do some house points? Oh, I've been waiting for house points. <laughs> oh yeah, I got two pages, so here we go. Oh nice. lord. <laughs> okay, let's see what happens. This could because right now Gryffindor is in the lead, but I have a feeling other houses are going to come up. So uh, Maddie, you're our guest. Go first. I've got a lot, so we we may Sh- start. start with one. All right. So first, I wanted to give twenty points to Bates because uh, he conve- confessed for a murder he didn't commit to get his wife out of jail. Good for him. Like that's, that's right. You know, it's a little baller. Um, I wanted to give Mrs. Hughes ten points because of all her like wise wisdom through all the conversations yeah. she mm-hmm. has with people throughout the yeah, series. Yeah, she's great. Uh, I want to give twenty points to Mrs. Patmore for treating Daisy like her daughter and just oh. constantly being mm-hmm. a mother figure and okay. like guiding her. On that, I want to give Daisy minus ten points because like she never gets that she ne- that never yeah. sinks in for her that mrs patmore sees her as a daughter because mm-hmm. she, she's like so blinded by her like yeah. anyway so yeah, yeah. um th- speaking of mrs patmore i want to give robert uh 10 points for being a good boss yeah. because he oh the cataracts for her and surgery yeah. just like he's a very good boss so 10 points to robert i gave him 10 points for the war monument specifically because okay. he went way out of his way we'll give him mm-hmm. to extra 10 points yeah, yeah he did and he like paid for it and everything and like yeah yeah great guy um i want to give five points to edith because she can play the piano <laughs> oh yeah good for her and that's nice i also i'm gonna give her five points for being um like an awesome business lady too. she is a good business like lady she kills it like she's good at it mm-hmm. i did give her literally minus 50 because she stole her child away from two different women which we can negotiate the minus tennis, 50 is a lot of points. i know but she really upset me because she literally just took her baby away from two women who thought they had a child <laughs> we can change this number but she needs negative points for oh doing edith that. definitely deserves negative points well let's yeah. give her minus 15 minus that works 20? for me i, I you don't can, you quite know, know what the, give her minus the 15 for is. that and then I gave her negative five because she just messed up with that farmer's family. So you can make it a okay. cumulative 20, negative cumulative 20. 20. I want to give five dollars, uh, five, five <laughs> points to Carson because he was part of the circus. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He had another life. Yeah. Um, Charlie. I want to give, um, oh, where was it? Do, 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 do. Oh, five points to Rose because she married a Jew. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. 
Um, yeah, that was great. Uh, I want to give her five points for bringing Jazz to Downton. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. For bringing Jazz yeah. to Downton. Yeah. Um, okay, I want to give minus five to Mary for when she when she got, when she was such a pissy little piss when mm-hmm. Edith was sad about finding out Michael Gregson was actually like f- getting confirmed that he was dead because she was so crabby. Like after oh, yeah. Matthew died, she was just like, wasn't there a thing where she was like in mourning for like way, way longer? Yes. And she yeah, was she like was super depressed. She was being such a, like, obviously yeah, she was depressed, yeah. but it was just like, she just like could not like, this em- is a, a chance for you to empathize with this person. And instead you're like, I don't see why she's so upset. She's known he was dead forever. And it's like, wow, that was mean. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I gave her minus five for that specific instance. I am going to give Mary five points for trying before she buy. With uh, when <laughs> oh, she was between yeah, those baby. two dudes, I was like, you know yeah. what, Mary, you try before you buy. Also, I'm going to give her five points for like having pretty good taste in men. Yeah, like it, with Richard Carlyle excluded, all the men that she courts are like good people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I did give her this is minus ten. Um, I gave her for telling about Marigold. Oh yeah, like, that was no, awful. no, no, Rude. don't do that. That was yeah. awful. No. But plus um, five for the haircut. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give plus five to Sprat because he makes me giggle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he yeah. makes me giggle. Yeah. I gave uh, plus five to Dr. Clarkson for specifically being the middleman between Isabel and Violet so oh, much. That poor man. Yeah, he really serious. That poor man. man. Yeah. Um Speaking of Isabel, I want to give her 10 points because she saved in, like, very early on, she saved that dude's life. She's like, you need to drain the fluid from his heart. Oh, yeah. That was all Isabel, like, stomping and charging. That, so action, 10 points. that action allowed Edith to ruin yet another marriage by kissing that very farmer. Oh, I forgot. Oh, Remember right. that? Wow. And then they're like, and then she she's the worst because then she gets all upset. She's like, I'm not allowed to go back there. What? And it's like, yeah, what did you freaking think, lady? Oh, yeah. these people. I Book smart, not street smart. Yep. I gave Tom Branson plus five points for being the brother-in-law from heaven. Like, he was, like, oh, the yeah. brother-in-law for the win. Oh, yeah. Um, I also gave Violet five points for supporting Tom when he entered in the family and, like, getting him the suit for the wedding and, like... I feel like she guides him a lot, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, I want to give... Uh, buh, 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 buh. We were talking about street smarts. Five points to Bates, because he understands that snitches get stitches. Oh, okay. yeah. Bates gets it. Also, when he uh, forged the letter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I liked mm-hmm. <coughs> and that whole thing where he's like, yeah, I know a guy. Yeah, and stole it out of the pocket, too. Yeah. The last second. Uh, oh, oh, I was thinking of when he forged the IOU from Mr. Mosley. Also, I was gonna give plus five points to Anna for the idea to mm-hmm. oh, yeah. um, get mis- give Mr. Mosley money and make it seem that it in- mm-hmm. wasn't a charitable gift, but something that was owed. Yeah, oh, Anna that was well done. Okay, Anna's about to get fifteen from me. Ten for her loyalty with the whole Pamuk scandal. Like yeah. she just said nothing. Oh yeah, and five because she solved the Bates mystery. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to give five points to Rosamond for being a G. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give five to Cora for opening Downton as, what's the house called, Betty? A convalescence home. Oh, a convalescence home. Um, And I got to give negative 10 to O'Brien because she sucks. Because she sucks. I have have one point to Harry Talbot uh, for yelling at Mary, which (laughs) I had an enjoyable moment when he's standing on the stairs yelling at her. 
I love the one point. One point. point. Let's just give him one. Okay, I want to give Edith plus five. I'm going to give... Hold on. There's a couple. I'm going to give Edith plus five. I'm going to give Tom Branson plus five. Um, And I'm going to give Talbot plus five. I think this might be for the same thing because all of them called Mary out on her crap. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. And she didn't hear any of it. Nope. Every single time she was like, well, that's just the way it is. I can't help it. Blah, blah, blah. Poor me, poor me. But they each get plus five because Mm -hmm. Edith's two was epic. Yeah. They were all epic. Yeah. Uh, Uh, No, you go. Thomas, I'm going to give 10 points for a... Thomas Barrow. Yep, for redemption. Mm-hmm. And being a good guy and actually coming back yeah. to Downton in the end and wanting mm-hmm. to help out. Well, and like, yeah. and he was good, like, like when he and Hot Footman, what was that guy's name again? Jimmy. 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 When he and Jimmy like made amends, and then like with that new butler at the at the end of the season who isn't on our list, but he he replaces Alfred. Oh yeah. Um, he was like actually trying to be a good friend yeah. to those yeah. guys. Uh, with new no, Footman. New Footman. He's yeah. Trying to teach him to learn to read. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he's, like, actually trying to be a good person. So Mm -hmm. I'm just, yes, props to those plus 10. Plus 10 to Gwen for getting control of her own life. Getting that job. And for, (laughs) dude, moving on up. Yeah. Get it. Plus five, she's, like, she became a secretary. Next thing you know, she's living north of the wall. Um, And five points to Sybil for helping Gwen. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give five points to Mr. Molesley for becoming a teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and killing it, like having a bad first day and then crushing it the second day. I'm going to give five points to Lavinia for writing her dad. Oh, um, yeah. Save Downton. But also she was kind of graceful in, I don't want to say specifically in defeat, but knowing that well, she the was guy kind she of was like in love with left somebody else and to kind of bow out. So I thought that was <laughs> Bow out, a.k.a. die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing where she was like, I'm God's giving me an opportunity right now to <laughs> fix this problem and I'm just going to take it. <laughs> Dang. Um, okay, there are less dramatic ways to R. do R. that, R. but, you know, she did That it. was a good episode, too. That was a real switcheroo where you mm-hmm. thought it was going to be Cora, and and then it wasn't. Oh, dude. Yeah. That was good. Um, and that was historically accurate, too, where it's, like, people with scarlet fever or Spanish flu oh, it's, yeah. would, like, they'd be fine, and then they'd die within, like, five hours or something. Yeah. Like that. What is I've it with England and diseases like that? Well, I think it was all of Europe. All like, of Europe. Spain got hit harder by the Spanish flu. Really. But I, I was, yeah. yeah. But the Spanish flu too wasn't it like a thing where it was like it's like the sweating. They didn't want to say it was from mm-hmm. the front, so they said it. They called it Spanish flu, so that p- for like propaganda reasons, and it actually wasn't technically or didn't originate from there, and no. it wasn't wor- any worse there than anywhere else. But they just no. called it that for like propaganda reasons. Well, the Spanish flu is the same. It's a different variation of the flu we still have, and there's even now if you get a flu shot here in the U.S. and then you go abroad, you can still get the French flu or whatever. It's just a different strain, and it, the it French flu. Yeah. So <laughs> my grandmother ended up in the hospital for six days due oh to the French Lord. flu. Oh <laughs> Lord! And she's like, "I had my flu shot." And it Sorry, Grandma. But I mean, it's like it's like it's like HPV shots. You oh, get them, yeah. you get the vaccination, and then they're like, "Oh, actually, there's like hundreds more strains of HPV that are mm-hmm. not covered by these." Yeah. But we like, can cover you cool. from this one. Yeah, great, yeah. cool. Um, they can cover you from the one that gives you cancer. So, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to give me. William Mason five points because what a sweetie, what yeah. a sweetie. Definitely prepping to like protect Daisy all's life. Or what was oh, like yeah. <sighs> well, and that was a thing, too, where it's like, Daisy was like, I think she was being true, where she was like, I don't love him, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, he's dying, and he just wants to be able to do something good before he goes. Yeah. And the good he's going to do 
is make sure that this person who's incredibly selfish and is going to ostracize everyone she loves is protected for the rest of her life. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. She's fine. You know, I think she's also a victim to her upbringing. Yes. And she's a flawed person just as we all are. Yes. So. I'm going to give plus five to Birdie for when just still loving Edith and marrying Edith, but also like the whole thing with his mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, you know what? Plus five to Edith for coming clean to oh, yeah. yeah. teach her mother-in-law about that, too. That was, oh, yeah. That, that was, was really brave. Yeah. That's like, a, and I think sh- that was something she learned from mistake. Where she was like, you know what? I'm just going to tell. Yep. Yeah. Like, Growth. Yeah. yeah. Growth, baby. I gave her f- negative five for the letter she wrote to the Turkish ambassador. Oh, yeah. That was brutal. Oh, I have temp- uh, plus ten points to Violet just for being a bad <laughs> in all her quotes that came out of the series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Violet's pretty great. Now, I'm going to put this out there. How do we feel about Violet as the fashion icon? Hmm. I mean, the thing is, there are lots of people who could be people for this fashion icon award. Violet, the thing is, she's stuck in the older fashion. Yeah. Whereas Rose and Mary adapt real quick. I would say... Also Sybil. I would say Sybil for the harem pants, honestly. And had Mary's haircut. Mary's haircut. That had more yeah. of an impact. That had a lasting impact. Yeah, the yeah. Pants the pants didn't make it out of that episode. That's true. It was, and well, it I wasn't for the like, sake of yeah. fashion. It was for the sake of making a statement. Yeah, I don't think we should give it to Violet for the reason that it's older. But so I'd be down for Mary. Mary, fashion yeah. icon. Yeah. Mary. Okay, Mary is the fashion icon. Who's our feminist icon? This is. I mean, I Sybil is up there. I I vote uh, Isabel. Oh. Oh, I like that. I love it. I yeah. definitely I, agree. I, I, Isabel, uh, <laughs> Isabel, for sure. Um, works. Who's your? Who's your? Uh, so every time we have a guest, we do two special point giving things, which is accidental Horcrux, which is a person that you hate so much that when you kill them, a piece of them will latch onto your soul. Um, and then your accidental love spell, which is a person you love so much that your love will protect them from death. Do you have some people? Yeah, Horcrux is gonna go. Um, What's her face? I hated her. Uh, O'Brien? Yes. O'Brien. I can't stand her. She's Um, pretty terrible. She's She's the worst. She also caused Cora to have a miscarriage. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. That was was also hard because she was like, what are you doing? And then it happens anyway. So it's like, you feel bad because she did a horrible thing. And then you feel bad because you know she regrets it. She also set up Thomas for (laughs) hitting on someone where that was not going to go well. Yeah. So that, yeah. Not cool, O'Brien. No. Um, although I do give her kudos for running off to India. But, uh, oh, yeah. Did she get fired or did she quit? No, she <laughs> quit. She uh, Rose's mom. No, I mean the oh. actress. Oh. oh, that's a great question. Because that was a thing at the beginning, of, and they did that whole thing, and it was like, that seemed like a lot. <laughs> Some <laughs> to just be like, should have just yeah. been like, oh, since O'Brien left because she got a new job or whatever. I think they wanted to get like bring Baxter in. That's probably what. They yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying that like I felt like it was such a it was such a grand story for just a character leaving that they could have they could have like made less of it but it's a soap yeah. opera that's yeah. true yeah. all right and your uh, accidental love spell i'm gonna give it to mrs patmore oh yeah, yeah. She's great. i love her she actually reminds me of my mother oh <laughs> all right cool who else do Let's we want to give see. some points what to? other slytherins can we give points to <laughs> Mm-mm. You know what? I actually am going to give five oh. points to Danker because she's a freaking partier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, she yeah. is so funny. Um, she's a hoe for show. I'm going to give negative 
five to Anthony Strawland because he left Edith at the altar, yeah. Ugh, which no. we discussed. You don't do that. You don't do that. Negative how many? Five. Five, yeah. Um, Matthew hasn't gotten any. Oh, we can oh. give Matthew. Okay. I actually, wait, I do have it some. Can be I, negative two. I gave him negative. You want to give him negative ones? I want to give him negative five for just being a little bit of a prat. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Lavinia dies. Well, I was going to give him minus five for being, pardon my French, a little bench. A little bench. Being a little bench. Mm. Um, so negative <laughs> 10 to Matthew. Wow. But I'm going to give him five because he saw past Pamuk, the Pamuk thing with That's Mary. True. She That's she came true. clean about it. And he I feel like, like he didn't He didn't even like, he was just like, okay, whatever. Didn't he like not even get mad? Oh, well, he was like, don't make light of the situation. Oh, like, yeah. Stomped yeah. off. Um. Um, also give <laughs> I love Cora when she uh, when Mary said she was going to have to tell Matthew and Cora's like but do you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you sure yeah. <laughs> you've come this close Mary yeah um, I'm going to give five points to Daisy for getting her knowledge on that's true she gets like it really lights a fire in her mm-hmm. It really does. She's she gets a little radicalized, doesn't she? Am I making that up? Oh yeah. Well, that's why she yells at the, yeah. the landowners yeah. and stuff. Um. So many characters. So many. There are so many. I'm gonna characters. give five points to Robert for love and dogs. Oh, Isis. And then when he names the new one, and they're like, "I thought we were still doing Egyptian names." He's like, "That is an Egyptian name, duh." So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny little moment. Yeah, that's. Ah, the English upper class and their love of antiquity. <laughs> Made my life a lot easier. <laughs> How do we feel? I feel pretty good. I'm looking at the list. I'm like, did I forget anyone? And I feel fairly good. Yeah. I mean, like, I want to give plus to Branson and also negative to Branson for being like, you love me. You eventually will run away with me. And it's so, just like, eh. so moot. Moot yeah, point. Moot, moot point. But it needed mentioning. Yes. Okay, great. Well, we'll total these up and uh, be back. Using the magic of arithmancy, I have calculated that this episode, Gryffindor earned 51 house points, Hufflepuff, 95, <laughs> Ravenclaw, 81, and Slytherin, a sad 15. Oh. But, but <laughs> we got over 30 negative points. Wow. So we got over 30 positive points. We had the most equal amount of positive uh-huh. and negative because we're so well balanced. We're balanced. Um, which brings mm-hmm. the uh, current running house point totals. Gryffindor, 507. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most they've ever gotten Probably. so far. Hufflepuff, 331. Slytherin, 340. And Ravenclaw, 316. Okay. So, so neck and neck for second here. Yeah. <laughs> we might just pick second, I say, to get to pick the... Uh, yeah, because Gryffindor is... Gryffindors, you've gotten your chance twice. You've gotten your chance twice. So. so it's a race for second. It's a race for second. <laughs> yeah. And guess who's in second? Ooh. Slytherin! Yeah! For now. Uh, well, we'll see what so. happens with the Quidditch yeah. House yeah. Cup. Because next, we've only got one Slytherin team fighting in that Quidditch yeah. Cup. And it, I'll tell you what, it's not a strong team. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not, I mean, they don't it's have physically a strong, strong, but it might not. They don't have a strong case for winning. I no. don't think. Let's against that. Like, Hufflepuff Hufflepuff has Avatar. Yeah. And... Um, this house Downton. and Monsters Inc. There you go. Yeah, we'll see. Gryffindor's got Lord of the Rings, so yeah. But yeah. once again, race for second. Uh, race for also second. Also, Avatar too. Just saying, Avatar could 
Yeah. Oh, Avatar Lord is Rings. a great chance. I, yeah. I vote Avatar will take it. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned, listeners. Make sure you hit subscribe on wherever yeah. you listen to find out. Hey, Maddie. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug? Do you or are you active online? Do you have any interesting articles you've read recently that you'd like to share with people? Um, I think two things I'm going to plug. I'm going to plug Shakespeare in the Arb in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, cool! Yeah. Opening. It's the June weekends. They're in the Arb. Go check them out. It is very fun. I've never it's actually done fun. it, but the Arb is beautiful because yeah. Maddie and I are from Ann Arbor. Yay! Big surprise. <laughs> um, and it's cool. Yeah. So I performed with them a couple years ago, but. I still plug them because they do a really good job. Don't um, think of anything else. I'll also plug the Sexual History of London, which is a Ooh. book. Ooh. I re- it's a popular history book. I really recommend it if you like the lead up to Downton Abbey. If you want to kind of lead up to the sexual politics, interesting. I think it's a good I'm into that. They I'll stop at the 20th century, but it's really interesting. The whole do you whole know? Thing. Do you know the Twitter whores of yore? <laughs> Should. <laughs> y- y'all should follow Horse of Yore. <laughs> All right. Um, it's very entertaining. Very Love good. Um, right. Lots of nudity, though. Not safe for kids. Horse of Yore. <laughs> um, Got it. Great. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Do you have any shows coming up that you want to plug? Oh, sure. I do, actually. June 22nd, you can come catch my band, which is under a stage name, which is Alcazaza. We are playing at Ravenswood on Tap in Chicago at 3 o'clock. So if you like good music Hell and you like yeah. me and Julian, because Julian's also in my band. Yeah, we're that couple that <laughs> plays together. Uh, it's free, so you should come. Yeah. Ravenswood on Tap, June 22nd. Well, I'm in a band with my boyfriend also. Oh, God, we're disgusting. <laughs> What's wrong with us? We're playing a show in Ju- at the end of July, July 23rd at Sleeping Village. Um, our band's called Charlie Reed. It costs money, though. So yeah, mine's free, guys. Just kidding. You can go to both. Oh. Yeah, nice. but I thought I am gonna plug the Patreon because I am a Patreon subscriber. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maddie was our first Patreon yeah. subscriber. That's right. You so see, nice. if you become a subscriber, maybe you'll be on the podcast one maybe. day. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but Maddie, how do you like our your bonus episode? I like the bonus episodes. Okay, They're good. fun. They bring you back to like core Harry Potter. Have you been? Have more than one been released? Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. One was released. Yeah. With for everyone and then because we were a little late yeah. I put the second one just I right feel like they get more special. F- yeah they, I feel like they get more fun as they go yeah. too yeah. yeah they definitely do yeah. so it's fun because it brings it back more to Harry Potter because on this podcast we talk about the houses it's fun but actually talking about the, like yeah. original content I'm interested to see how th- that podcast is going to affect how we think about oh, it the house totally will oh I'm yeah. sure it will uh, so especially I feel like once we get into book five Oh. In several years. In several <laughs> years. In several years. Um, Book five, all the capital letters and all the yelling. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Is that the Teenage one where... Teenage Wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that the one where Harry's, like, an angsty... Yes. Okay. Yeah. Angsty angst. Oh, he's... Oh, I'm just so tortured. Turns out he's possessed by Voldemort. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, Where can you find us online? Well, you can find us online at Twitter and Instagram at Get Sorted Cast, or you can also check us out at Facebook. Just search Get Sorted Podcast. You can go to our website, which hopefully will change in the future hopefully once we get soon. Give our us some patrons. Money. But until then, you can check us out at www.getsortedcast.wordpress.com, where we put up show notes, we put up episodes, mm-hmm. maybe goofy things we talked about in the episode, yeah. like that meme with the badger. I'm gonna find yeah. it. It's pretty great. Oh, you like sending emails? We'll try sending an email to getsortedcast at gmail.com. We love getting them, and sometimes we read them on the podcast. Oh yeah. 
Um, make so. sure to rate and review us if you like it. Yeah, that's a free way to support the podcast. Yeah, if you can't do, go to patreon.com slash getstorycast and give us your money. Then You want to support the podcast? Go to, go to Beth's free show. Yeah. Like, subscribe, comment, free. Yeah. All things free. <laughs> Leave comments, guys. I think I wrote the first comment, so yeah. we need more. <laughs> yeah. More comments. More comments. Yeah, yeah, Only yeah. positive ones, though. Yeah, yeah. or just you could just, like, write anything. I think it would be fun if people wrote, like, their favorite joke. Oh, uh-huh. you could also write about your favorite house quality, and that could just <gasps> be your comment. Oh, my gosh. You could I be love like, that. Clever. Or you could say, cunning. Or you could say, brave. Without, Finding without, things. and don't write what house it's for. <laughs> yeah. And then we can talk about what we think it was, and then you can tell us if yeah. it's right or not. Ooh, Send ooh, us an owl. new game. Yeah, participate. Um, and make sure uh, to subscribe on wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Tell a friend. Tell your mom. Tell your wife. Tell your mama. Tell, tell your, your dad. Tell um, your little baby sister. I think that's it. I think that's okay. it, too. Well, thanks for coming, Maddie. Yeah. Thank you for having me. So, I'm Beth Reinstein. I'm Nora Chin. I'm Maddie Carpio. And, and you, you just got, got sorted. sorted.